like every single time I've tried to plan for anything, it's never worked. It's just a matter of going with opportunities as they arise and and doing things that maybe make you a little uncomfortable, but you just know are right. Like it's almost hard thinking about cool adventures because I, I feel like a lot of things can be classified as cool adventures. <laughs> Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here. It is Greg with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you for being here and spending a little bit of your day learning something new. We are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people that move through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you are as excited as I am to get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hey, all right. Thank you for joining me today, friends, on the Wisdom of the Wilderness. It has been an interesting day out here in the mountains. We had some rain. We had some snow. We had some brightness. It's been hovering between 38 and 40 degrees Fahrenheit for most of the day. So for those of you who speak metric, that would be approximately mm, 3, 4 Celsius. It was a bit of an odd day, but there were not a lot of people out. I had a beautiful run through all the fallen leaves and able to see all kinds of exciting new things I didn't know existed on the trails that I frequent, so that was a pretty cool day. And it was on my run that the idea for this episode came about because I enjoy traveling and I enjoy, call it the lure of the open road or the open trails, or the open spaces even. I think that there is a magic in traveling, whether it is by your own two feet, or by a vehicle, a car, a bicycle, um, rollerblades perhaps. You could probably, you could include rollerblades. But that has been something that has always drawn me, and I was fortunate to grow up with parents that took us camping and took us on road trips to all kinds of cool places in Western North America. And that feels like the way that I want and the way that I do take vacations, uh, figure out new places to be. And that is from the lure of the open road. The open road calls me. And I wanted to share some thoughts about that today because my instinct, my feeling is that there's a lot of people that this resonates with. And it's been a challenging time over the past 19 months now. It's just two weeks. And I was going to talk about what, what that connection to a road trip, to the open road, what that may connect with as we look at our human nature and our connections with the past. Bear with me. So road trips are lots of fun. You hop in a vehicle, you go drive somewhere. Maybe you drive an hour away and take a relaxing romantic getaway with your partner. Maybe you drive five hours away and meet friends for a backpacking trip. Maybe you drive from where you are to the lake resort or to a cabin in the woods, whatever it might be. You're taking a road trip. You're traveling. And for me, I notice this. As soon as I get on the road after that, a little bit of, oh, okay, can sometimes be hard to leave depending on, you know, if there's animals, if there's other people. But it's getting on the road and that feeling of freedom, of dealing with the unknown. Um, 
the, the freedom to create whatever, whatever's going to happen on this road trip. Like you are creating it. You are attracting it to you. You are drawing it towards you, whether it's sunshine, whether it's rain, whether it's kind, funny, amazing people that you meet, or whether it's angry, annoyed people that you meet, whatever that is, you are drawing that toward you. Because when we get on the road and we get that feeling of freedom, as soon as we hop on the road for our road trip, there are unlimited possibilities. And that, friends, is really, really cool. And it's also something I want to elaborate on. When we get on the road, this is a great metaphor for what happens in all areas of our life, but we tend to dismiss it unless we are actually on a road trip, actually taking a vacation. You know, you've packed all your bags, you go to load in the car, you get on the road. Whatever's going to happen, that all happens. And you, the only option you have is to deal with it as it comes up. People could worry themselves to death. People could you know, fret out, fret or have anxiety about all kinds of different things. What about getting a flat tire? What if there's a hurricane? What if there's a tornado? What if there's a snowstorm? What if we run out of gas? What if blah, 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 blah. Those are just a whole bunch of things that the mind is trying to grab onto. It is just as easy with all these infinite, unlimited possibilities that we have when we take a road trip to say, what if I meet the love of my life on the road? What if I go to stop for gas and I get the cheapest gas I've got in months? What if I find this amazing new campsite I can go back to for the next generation of my life? What if I find somewhere, what if I go somewhere and I find the place I'm going to retire to, where I'm going to move to right now? What if I happen to show up in town on the day of a huge outdoor event and volunteer and meet some amazing people and have all kinds of new business opportunities, maybe even get a new job out of it? It is just as easy for those to be the possibilities as it is for something going wrong. And why I wanted to share this is we're, when we're on the road, we are making those micro decisions, those decisions all the time that are going to have an effect. <clears throat> and it really is when we look at that, that we can take the road trip experience bring it back into our day-to-day -day lives. It may seem mundane. It may seem boring, but it's not because the same principle holds. When you get walk out that door, if you're going to work, you have just as much opportunity to step into those unlimited possibilities you can create for your day, for people you interact with, for what route you take to work, for what mode of transportation you choose to get to work. It is the same thing. We can connect with that feeling of freedom and those unlimited possibilities in our day, rather than, ugh, I got to go into the office today again. It's only Tuesday. Well, on the weekend, I'll do something I enjoy. No, no, no. We want to get rid of that. We want to connect with the magic and the feeling of freedom of the open road and bring that into our life. <clears throat> so to go back to the road trip, right? Say I am here in North North America and I want to go to Central North America, maybe even go to South America. I am going to take a look at my map. Maybe I will take a look at a mapping app on my phone. Maybe not. I don't know. Directions are a thing that I think I'm pretty decent at and it's something that we can learn just like we used to know back before people gave up their brain power and started focusing on just what's on a screen. We don't need that. We need nature. 
but we get on the road and I decide I'm going to drive arbitrarily to Arizona. There's a whole bunch of routes I could take to get to Arizona. I can take a look at a map. I could, heck, you could pull one up right now and figure out wherever you are in the world how to get to Arizona. There's multiple ways. There's interstate highways. There's state highways. There's secondary highways. There's dirt roads. You could walk. You could take a trail. You could ride a bike. Lots of options. You could ride a horse. Lots of options. There are all kinds of different turns you could take, all kinds of different routes you could take, all kinds of different exits you could take, all kinds of modes of transportation you could take that will all get you to Arizona. It's not super critical which thing happens. We have the unlimited possibilities. As long as you're making progress, you are making progress in some capacity. So when we are on a road trip and why this is what popped to me, in my head today as I was on my run is I found a trail I hadn't seen before. Partly because when I've run those trails before, there was a heck of a lot of vegetation and it's all new to me. And the way that I was going on the trail, it's actually kind of difficult to see where a trail branches off. If you go in the other direction, it's very easy to see. But hey, that's part of perspective. And all perspective is subjective, as we talked about in several other episodes. But it was while I was on this trail that that idea came to me. How many turns and exits are there to my destination? I put on my shoes and walked out the door from home, ran to this point here. There's a lot of different ways I could go back. And that popped me into thinking the journey itself is the destination. Super reasonably uh, known quote, the journey is the destination. Life's not a journey, it's a destination. The lure of the open road, it's, is, it, <laughs> is it the journey or the destination? Or is it both? And I think a little bit of it is both because you take that journey to get to the destination and that is why hopping on the road has such a draw for me and for many other people. Whatever way that you're doing, whether we're looking at this as a road trip or whether we're looking at this as part of our life, getting to our life partner, getting married, having kids maybe, getting to where we want to be in our career. The whole thing is a journey. And even once you get to be the CEO or get married or have a kid or kids, whatever it is, that's a destination, but it's not the final destination. There is still more of the journey. So all the turns, all the sidetracks, maybe the reversing, maybe the getting lost, maybe the making a U-turn to make another U-turn to make another U-turn, maybe that's all there to put you on your way. It all gives us an experience. And to connect with the road trip idea, generally we're doing that. It's vacation. It's time away from work. It's a break. We are getting an experience with our break. That is what we're paying for. Now, some people are lucky enough to have that be part of their job, whether they're tour guides or shuttle drivers or truckers or flight attendants or anything else where you get to hop on the open road or the open skies and fly around, but not everyone is. So that's okay. And to sort of tie it all together, the open road, it has the draw, right? The unlimited possibilities, the sense of adventure, the sense of newness, the sense of wonder, the 
the creation of an experience that we're going to have, I feel that there's a deeper tug within, within the lure of the open road. And I feel that it's connected to our nomadic nature as evolution occurred, as the humans, as man, human, woman, were evolving and changing and population was ebbing and flowing and there were all kinds of different things happening around the world, people moved around. People moved around a lot, the hunter-gatherer lifestyle. Even if you're on an island such as Hawaii or Polynesia, people moved around. You didn't just stay in one place. You didn't just stay in uh, Detroit for your entire life. You would have roamed around a bit. When, when agriculture showed up, then people tended to be, we'll call it tied to the land and or slaves to the land, basically, since they were owned by the king. But we have this nomadic memory in our DNA, in our genetic memory, in the memories of how we evolved and how things have changed. Animals as well, we see it. They're nomadic. They move around with the seasons. Fish move different places. Hippos move around. There's their, there's their territory, but they move around within it. And my feeling is that this lure of the open road, you know, the, the desire to travel and experience, that that is connected with our nomadic origins as hunter-gatherers, whether we were walking across the Savannah, walking across the Great Plains of North America on horseback, rolling through all the amazing parts of Arizona, of New Mexico. Wherever it was, there is this deep-rooted connection with the land and with moving around for a change of pace, for a change of scenery, for a change of energy, to connect with new species, to see new plants, to see new things. These are, I feel these are really deep-rooted in the human psyche and something that that we really would do well to return to. You know, I've been fortunate and I've created a life. Fortunate may not be the word. Like have developed or devoted a lot of energy to being different places, to trying new things, to having different experiences, to getting paid, to literally take people out on the open road and tour them around. And that's something that I value, you know? It's no better or no worse. It's just different than someone who's never left the city they were born in. And, you know, that's good. That That's not my perspective. That's someone else's. It's equally valid as mine. Wisdom of the wilderness, I'm here to share a different way of thinking, a different way of seeing, a different way of connecting or evaluating these different things. But it's with, for me... Returning to that nomadic nature happens when I hop in the car and drive five hours to take a course or drive 14 hours to take a summer contract, drive 33 freaking hours to have a summer contract in the Yukon, drive for a couple days to go visit friends on vacation. That connects with me because I feel a kinship and a companionship with my ancestral memories as well as with the memories of the land, with what's held on the land, the bison, the buffalo migrating around, the horses migrating, the cattle drives, everything that Western North America that we've that we're taught about how the settlement of the Settlement of all of North America by Europeans happened. Even some of the debates about how the 
indigenous peoples or native peoples or first peoples, whatever you'd like, whichever terminology you're using, how they came, there is a migration, there is a movement pattern. So when I see this and when I connect with this lure of the open road, the lure of the open trail, that it's that idea of nomadism that connects really deeply with me. I'll go so far as to say, you know, we've seen an explosion in the outdoor community of people wanting to get out and explore trails and whether that's in a major metropolitan area or whether that's getting more and more remote heading out into the Utah canyons. Um, and side note, wherever you're going, be prepared, do your research, be responsible for yourself, make sure you are prepared for what you may encounter. It is not someone else's responsibility to save your ass if you don't comprehend what you're getting into. But we are seeing many more people want to go and hike the Pacific Crest Trail because somebody wrote a book and there's a movie about it. We're seeing many, many more people want to go out and test themselves, push themselves. We're seeing many more people. I think this is a great time when people are realizing, hey, so all these things that we've been told are so great about living in cities with all the people and all the electronics and the nonstop noise, um, people are really pushing back against it and connecting more, wanting to get more into the outdoors for all of the benefits that for whatever reason people are just looking into now. All the things that we've been sharing about on this podcast, vitamin D enhances your immunity, the anti-depression drug, the mood changer, getting out and smelling the trees, getting out and doing cryotherapy, using Wim Hof breathing, challenging your body, getting your body familiar with hot temperatures, cold temperatures, not sitting around all day in a 20 Celsius, 7 degree Fahrenheit, 70 degree Fahrenheit, climate controlled office building or house where you're never exposed to anything, but getting out, touching the dirt, growing the vegetables, there is a big reconnection to getting back to nature with our own inherent nature taking us into nature. And I see this call to be nomadic as a deep-seated connection with the ways of the past and with the memories and with just all that we can learn in reading a landscape, in reading different environments, in watching where the animals migrate, knowing where to look for water, um, being able to see where a trail goes without having to pull up an electronic gadget and look at it. Just knowing and reconnecting with those skills we had, how to build fire, how to make shelter. You know, there's this amazing, amazing and in-depth amount of knowledge stored in the land, stored in our memories from the nomadic peoples, especially in North America. And it's sad that it's, a lot of it has been lost, but there's hope that there's still more coming, that we can connect with it and that we are going to be able to have that, those open roads available because we take a road trip, we are even connecting with ourself and there's a huge element of personal growth, self-development that happens when you're taking a road trip, especially if you're taking a solo one. I had my friend Aileen McCune on a recent podcast. We talked about her ultra running and a little bit about her solo trip down to Moab on her own to go experience and explore. 
And that's amazing. She took a chance. She had a whole bunch of things come up on that trip, but she went for it. And what you learn and how you can grow and what you see and experience and that confidence that you get in yourself for doing a road trip like that on your own. There's a lure of the open road for sure. But then when you go and do that and come back, there is a newfound confidence in yourself. You maybe you've learned new skills, you've learned new attributes, you've learned about yourself and you know what you can overcome. You can overcome hardship. You can work through it. So when we are connecting with this, when you're taking a road trip, when there is the lure up there, know that when you come back, you are not the same person that you are had you not left. You are not who you were the day you got in that car because you've had a lot, you've experienced a lot, and you've taken a chance to go out and do that. I think it's a great way to empower. It's a great way to be independent. And there's lots and lots of resources out there if Maybe you haven't done a road trip. You haven't felt the call of the open road. The, I, I was going to say the idea of being nomadic, but the call or the the calling within you to be nomadic. There's a lot of resources. Heck, send me a message. I can connect you with all kinds of things you might not have thought about. But there's a lot out there. And it really is one of those when you when you go and do it and come back and reflect upon your experience. I highly recommend journaling as you're out on your trip as well. But with that lure of the open road, you come back, you can then start to see some of these things I addressed with work or relationships will begin to make sense because you can connect with that excited energy, that unlimited possibilities to create the all the unknowns and the being present. You know, road trips are one where I find myself present a lot more. It's easy to be distracted or to get in a routine you know, wherever I'm living for a job or whatever. But when you're on the road, all these new possibilities open up. What time are you going to get up? What route are you going to take today? What trail are you going to go on today? Where are you going to stay tonight? It's all things that I don't tend to have any any thoughts about until I need to have the thoughts about them because I'm present with what I'm doing. If I'm driving, I'm driving, got some tunes on. If I am at a trailhead, I'm getting prepared to go on that trail. When I get back, I'll figure out where to camp or figure out where to stay. And yeah, I've designed my life around that. I've acquired vehicles and, you know, played around with them so that I have that freedom. And that's my perspective. This this is, you know, we're telling you my story. This is the lure of the open road for me and how it's, I've set up my life to take advantage of that. It may not be for everybody, but you can still apply some of the lessons and some of the wisdom or, or thoughts even to your own life and see how, how many turns, how many exits, how many U-turns or wrong turns have you made, but are you still at your destination? Did you get there? Did you enjoy the experience along the journey or was it all about getting the top to be the CEO to be the best at what you do, to get tenure. Um, gosh, what else do we have out there? Uh, you had to be marketing director, to get the big bonus, to be top salesperson, whatever it might be. Same thing, right? Lure, lure of the up and road. Here's your, here's your goal. How are you going to get there? There's a lot of different paths you could take, but they're all going to be a journey. And they're all going to be an adventure. So there you have it. 
So that's some thoughts today on the lure of the open road, but also how once we get out there, that unlimited possibility of taking a road trip, connecting with our nomadic ancestors and our ancestral memories, how that really can apply to other areas of our life when we realize, hey, maybe that wasn't a wrong turn. Maybe that gave me an experience that I'm going to draw upon 10 or 15 years in the future and it'll be okay. Who knows? It's all wisdom in the wilderness when you're out there, but we'll call it wisdom of the wilderness. We're talking about it here on this podcast. All right, friends, that is it for today. Uh, As someone who is a nomad, I think I'm actually going to maybe load up the truck and uh, drive somewhere tomorrow, Take take a day to have an adventure, sleep in the great outdoors, and then head back for whatever else I got going on. We'll see. But wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I wish you incredible outdoor adventures. Getting kind of late as I'm finishing up this recording, but I am going to go probably do my Wim Hof breathing, breath holding. Yeah, y'all might want to try that. It's been really cool. I'm really, really enjoying that, really resonating with it. Uh, But I think I'm going to go do that in the fresh air that's marginally above freezing now and uh, see if we get some of that white gold falling from the sky overnight. And I also just saw it pop up. It's a Northern Lights Amber Alert right now. So who knows, friends? I might be seeing the Northern Lights later on this evening or early in the manana. All right. Take care. Opt outside and take some nice deep breaths of fresh, fresh air. All right, friends. Thank you for joining me for another episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness. I appreciate you being here and spending part of your day with me. And I hope that there has been a good experience on your end listening to today's episode. If this episode resonated with you and you know somebody who might enjoy or appreciate, uh, be inspired or empowered by it, please feel free to pass it along and drop me a review on the podcast platform of your choice that you are listening to it on. As well, I now have an email address that you can feel free to send me messages, suggestions, thoughts, guest requests, questions, whatever it might be. That address is wisdomofthewilderness at protonmail.com. That's wisdomofthewilderness, all one word, at protonmail.com. Look forward to seeing some messages and want to say hello to everyone out there from all the different countries and cities and states and counties and provinces. Thank you. It's been really cool to see where people are listening from and think a little bit about all those different experiences people are having in their day-to-day life. All right. Have yourselves a good one, friends. We will talk to you the next time. The Wisdom of the Wilderness.